People aren't gonna like this, but I don't think men should be paying for dinner on dates because it's not equal. If I hook up with that dude that night, I could get pregnant and die. So he should have to give me cash too. On this episode of The Commercial Break. I would discipline you by coming in less than five seconds. <laughs> You've been a naughty, naughty nurse, so you don't get an orgasm today. Or most of our relationship. <laughs> yeah. I will punish you every time we make love. You will wish you were with someone else. And I mean that very sincerely. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. The heart wants what the heart wants. Oh, yes, it does, cats and kittens. Welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and gorgeous co-host, Kristen Joy Oldley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. You know, I'm reading about a story about a threesome that turned violent after the two violence after the two girls who were in the threesome, two girls and a guy, started laughing at the size of the genitalia (laughs) of the man inside of the threesome. And it just reminded me of how right I am about this. Guys, you think you want it? I'm going to talk to the young bucks out there, mainly the young bucks. I'm going to assume us older gentlemen have at least dabbled in the threesome area. Because I think it's a pretty common thing to yeah. happen. Yeah. I don't think it happens to everybody, but I think most guys will find themselves in a situation where two girls... Uh, actually, any human beings. Girls, too. I find. I think I find yeah, that... girls and A girl and two guys. Guys and two girls. They, them. They, she, them. She, he, he yeah. it. Whatever. I think that's a pretty common it's thing. It's the age of sexual exploration it right now. It is the age of ex- sexual exploration, which means that I am just discovering my own body. <laughs> and I am Thank now God. learning how to whack off with my left hand. Because <laughs> I was thinking to myself the other day, I'm like, I've always been a righty. Always a righty. Right-handed guy, right-handed whacker, right-handed golfer, right-handed batter. And I thought to myself, <laughs> what happens if I get... Because we do such dangerous work here at the commercial break. What happens if I get my, one of my appendages cut off? In a serious accident, and then I have to learn how to whack with my left. You do it. I do it, and then I just said to myself, I better start learning now. Yeah. So I'm not behind the eight balls. You could be ambidextrous with your whacking. I'm not behind the eight balls, or the two balls, as I would like to say. (laughs) So I just, this is just reminds me of the few times that I've been involved in threesomes with two females and myself. And every time, yeah, I came out worse for the wear. It was fun for the first five minutes until I blew my load, and then there was no longer a need for me in the situation. Right. As a matter of fact, I've told this story a few times on the show. <laughs> they sent you. They sent me. Pa- they sent me out for beer. They sent me out for beer. Two models. This is a no shit story. Verifiable, backed up with. This is Brian. No Listen, pictures, but... No pictures. But yeah, it's but happened. Back then, they didn't have cameras. So <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have taken a picture. Receipts are didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> back then, you'd have to put a little stack of powder on one of those things and be like, all right, ladies, I'm going to set this aflame, and then we have five to 12 minutes to stand still while my shutter opens and then it closes. <laughs> no wonder those people from earlier photos had, like, no smile. Yeah, because, because they'd been standing there. So They've been standing there for so long, and an explosion just happened. <laughs> Literally, they'd put a pile of gunpowder on top and go. 
<laughs> that was a flash back then, kids, a flash. <laughs> I go, we're working at the Olympics. We're in this little Olympic village, one of 375 that popped up around the greater Atlanta area, all of which thought that they were going to be millionaires based on, you know, hundreds of millions of people coming to Atlanta and just opening their wallets. <laughs> like, I don't know what anybody was it's thinking. Like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Most cities don't benefit from the Super no, Bowl. they but... don't benefit from anything. They get huge. And Olympics are the same. Olympics are the exact same. So here we are, 30 miles from any action with the Olympics, any actual sports that are taking place. We're in the parking lot, like an alleyway. They closed it down. We got hired. My friend and I got hired by a company that was selling shirts that change colors when you put water <laughs> on them. Like. <laughs> Wait, oh, so you could do like dip your hand in water and do like a handprint. Yes. Or, or if you started just, to sweat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the so worst. Just be idea like the ever. underarm? Yeah. Like, underarm. <laughs> it was called a chameleon shirt. I'll never forget the, the name. Chameleon shirt. Oh, we didn't sell one fucking t shirt. <laughs> we got a lot of them for free, but we didn't sell any. So in the middle of this was a huge tent, like a, like a tent office thing that had been set up and it was elite models the huge modeling agency out of new york at the time i don't know if it was as big but now it's huge and elite models was there and i don't know why they had a tent set up in the middle of this (laughs) parking lot but they were farming out the girls for this and that and the other thing and guys too i'm sure and two of the girls had been promised a hotel room but there were no hotel rooms anywhere in the atlanta area to be found because they'd all been you know rented out to corporations and stuff like this so there, so we met them at this at a bar inside of this alleyway, and then they tell us this sad sack story about how they had been fucked over on the hotel and they didn't know they were going to sleep and blah blah blah. They were, I at least I don't remember it them pining for us to invite them back to the house because my friend and I were li- living literally sixty two miles from downtown Atlanta. <laughs> it took us an hour and fifteen minutes to get into the city every day. We were nowhere close to anywhere you'd want to be in Atlanta. We lived in a very, very like sparse area of a place called Woodstock, Georgia. Oh my God, you were in Woodstock? And we weren't even in Woodstock. We were in Woodstock. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. In Woodstock now, far. you can go find a Target and oh, a Walmart yeah. and a but Chipotle, then. but then forget about it. And then we were even further away from the forget about it. We were like, forget, forget the fuck about it. And we're living in this house with this awful woman, and we lived in one room upstairs, like a bonus room. And my friend and I had, it was a square room, and we each had a bed on one opposite wall. (laughs) So it was the two of us living in this room. Usually they are square. (laughs) Well, sometimes they're rectangle. Maybe. Yeah, okay. So uh, (laughs) this is rectangle, isn't it? Yeah, it's rectangle. Um, So anyway, so we're living in these two beds, and... The guy that I was with didn't like the... He had a girlfriend. He didn't like the fact that I invited these two. But anyway, <laughs> I I got involved in a threesome one morning after the after the two girls had showered. And I get involved in this threesome. <laughs> oh, my God. And it didn't take me five minutes to just, to just do it. I was just done with it. I had never been involved in a situation like this. These girls were beautiful. And it just happened. And then when I finished, one of the girls said we could sure use a beer right about now. And I was like, I, I think I might got one in the fridge. And she was like, well, we'll all need one, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, would you, would you mind going down to the gas station? Which was 12 and a half miles from where I live. They probably thought, I'm going to ransack this guy while he's out. But there was nothing to ransack. There was nothing to ransack. What are you going to take, my Dick Tasty collection? <laughs> 
Oh, mm. the valuable Dick Tracys. In other words, the moral of the story is you're not needed. If there's three people in yeah. the equation, doesn't matter who leaves the situation. One of the girls, one of the guys, one of the yeah, you, you have know, to actively try and make sure everybody's, everybody's included. Everybody has to actively yes make sure. But all I was doing was trying to actively <laughs> not come all over myself <laughs> before I took my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian, that was funny. Um, <laughs> sometimes I remind myself. Uh, so this story just reminds me of how miserable threesomes can be. It's like... What got violent with this story? Like, what happened? They were making fun of the guy, the size of the guy's penis, <laughs> he and he started pissed. hitting people. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, shame on you. You should never hit a woman. But also, you, sh- you just should have listened to Brian's advice ahead of time and forgotten about it. Someone offers you a threesome, say, thanks, I'll pass. Go learn how to whack off with your left hand. <laughs> Uncle Brian said. Uncle Brian's threesome advice. <laughs> Uncle Brian's threesome emporium. <laughs> uh, it just was, you know, poor, poor guy. And you shouldn't yeah. hit girls, that's for sure. But if you get involved in a threesome and then they're making fun, so- fun of the size of your junk... I don't understand hitting anybody, but I understand getting a little bit upset. I can understand how that would threaten your manhood. Right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> he was arrested. Precious. He'll go to, he's in jail, so don't worry about it. But um, <laughs> it just reminded you. Know, you. Just reminded me of the threesome drama. You know what else <laughs> reminded me of the threesome drama? Blind date. You remember how we used oh, to do the blind yeah. date episodes? It's been a long time since we've done I say a long time. It was probably a week ago. <laughs> It seems like a every time. episode when we're doing feels like, three episodes five days a week. I know, God damn, <laughs> I'm like hamsters on wheels right now. Mm. But we always do this. You know, what we do. You know what I've noticed? Our pattern is we like we see an upcoming opportunity to take a vacation <laughs> or a couple days off, mm-hmm. and we just record the shit out of everything forever and ever. We put half of them in the can. <laughs> The other half, we never press record, and then some end up in, exactly. out there in the world. And then the rest of the year, we just do this high wire act where we're like, oh, we got an episode coming out at midnight. You want to come over at 7.45 p.m. and record? It'll give everybody plenty enough time to do it. Yes. <laughs> so when you're doing 100 episodes a day, you don't really remember how long ago something was. But I feel like it's been a long time since we visited our friends minute. Yeah, on ITV. That I think it's ITV or yeah, is it ITV? Is it ITV? Is it ITV well, or is you it BBC? Said when you went to London, that like there's ten ITV channels. There is, so it's ITV so three or something. Probably on one of them. Yeah, yeah, on one of them. On one of the BBCs or the ITVs, there's an institutional dating show that's been on for a long time, and I think it's still on with a new host. <laughs> but the host back in the 90s, 90s, and two thousands was Celia Black, who is a kind of a, I'd say like a Pat Sajak type of guy. But with much more Speaking personality. Of, that's so funny that oh, you I just, just read said that. that he's yeah retiring. He is retiring. Yeah, which is surprising 40, to me. Forty years. What about Vanna? You think she's going to go with him? I didn't say anything about didn't her. Seem like it. That Vanna White, unbelievable. Her life story is great. What a career. Yeah. What 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 is her life story? I've seen it before. I saw it a long time ago, but it seemed very interesting. She went to, <laughs> she came to California to, I guess, do. You know, acting, modeling, something like that. She ended up with this show and has just stayed with it forever. And I remember when I was young, too, there are always the tabloids, you know, when you're checking out of the grocery. It used to always be something about, like, Vanna, you know, look at her doing this, look at her doing that. I don't think tabloids are like they used to be. Because now you just read everything on your phone. 
Yeah, now, well, nothing's like it used to be. It's yeah, all it's publishing. True. And I was just, just reading this, and I don't want to get too far off the beaten track. We mm-hmm. can do a show about this. I talked about this probably about a month ago now in commercial break time. I talked about a month ago <laughs> about how I felt like the, str- the end of the streaming TV thing was uh, like a bad idea from, from the get, but now recompense is happening and people are losing their jobs all over the place and the streaming model is falling apart because it was never going to work in the first place. You can't just make endless amounts of billion-dollar television shows mm-hmm. when there's no revenue tied to those television shows. The only revenue is tied to subscribers, and you're not raising prices fast enough or getting subscribers um, fast enough to make it all make sense. So I, that's besides the point, but I feel like everything publishing-wise has turned into a shit show podcasting being one of the few mediums that's actually doing okay in all of this but well it's the new radio really yeah it's the new radio and there's not a lot like dollar wise it's a tiny little slice of the pie tiny tiny little slice of the pie for advertising dollars but but i digress the reality is is (laughs) that i don't know because you talked about tabloids (laughs) and you don't think tabloids are there tabloids they used to be something you would read yeah. while you were standing in line waiting to check out at the groceries. And they would be shocking. Shocking. But now nothing's shocking no. because the second that it happens, you know about it from Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and, you know, the never-ending news. news coverage. Yeah. So Vanna was, and maybe is in some circles, such a huge deal in the 80s and 90s. She was all over every cover of every magazine and she's just, all she does is go and touch those letters. I'm not mm-hmm. saying all she does, but what she does mainly on that show is go and touch the letters on Wheel of she Fortune. She looks good and she turns the letters. It's just unbelievable. Did she, was she a Playboy Playmate ever? Mm-hmm. Did she do that? I don't think she did. I don't, I don't think, think the so network either. would allow that. You don't think so? No, because I mean, this used to be, Wheel of Fortune was, I mean, it still is, I think, on the major channels. Oh, yeah. I think it was too scandalous. Who doesn't have Wheel of Fortune? I go yeah. over to the London. There's a Wheel of Fortune yeah. over there. It's not the same version we have here, but it's, it's fun. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's easy to play. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you could be a real dumb. R S T L N E E. Yeah, you could be a real dumb dumb and still <laughs> figure out how to play <laughs> Wheel of yes. Fortune. And they do have some dumb dumbs on there. I was watching like Best Wheel of Fortune fails a year ago or whatever, yeah. and it was funny. So, um, so I say all this to say that. Celia Black was a Pat Sajak-like personality. She's well-known. She's been doing game shows forever and ever and ever. And one of the game shows she's most, uh, I guess, famous famous for, infamous? Yeah, infamous for, is this blind date. A blind date we've reviewed a number of times on the show. Let me give you the premise. One girl, it seems like mainly, they mainly, I, I do, I know they do guys also, but it seems like they mainly do girls sits behind a curtain or a stage, comes out looking beautiful, and then there's three dum-dums on the other side. Yes, that, is, that has been the premise. Yeah, three <laughs> real shitheads on the other side. And Celia makes fun of them for a few minutes. The lady comes out. It's much like our dating game back in the 70s used to be, which is you have a chance to ask questions of these three eligible bachelors, and then based on their answers, you pick the winner. Here's the real strange part about blind dates. <laughs> this one. This Two, yeah, this one. particular one. <laughs> Two strange things about this. Number one, they used to ask three questions, and toward the end, now they're only asking two. So you've got to pick a date based on two questions that are clearly pre-picked and then pre-answered by the producers. Those answers are just too polished to be yeah. off the cuff. Number one. Number two, what you get for winning 
is a week-long <laughs> vacation with a complete stranger. <laughs> Sounds like hell. It doesn't I sound like know, a gift. It's so crazy. Yeah, they're always going to some far-flung location. I mean, the Maldives, Mallorca, Minorca. Yeah, I think it should just be like a straight up like a nice, a very nice dinner out. I agree with you, hundred percent. Not a whole week vacation well, in, with a person. You in two thousand twenty-three, you haven't even seen the person. No, you can't see them. No, and then you're stuck with and them. Then- for a week while the cameras follow you around and then you got to come and report back on what a shithead they really were. Number one. Number two, in 2023, it wouldn't even be a vacation at all or a dinner at all. It'd be like, give me your LinkedIn and I'll connect with you later. Your IG. Yeah, you, I, yeah give me your IG. Not your real IG, your <laughs> fake a IG. Fensta. Yeah, your fakey G. Fakey G. TCB. Hey, everybody, it's your favorite part of the show where I pine for more of your attention. First way you can help fill this hole in my soul, go to Apple and leave us a positive review. It takes two seconds out of your day, and it really does help grow the show. But there's no quid pro quo here. You don't have to give us anything to get something for free. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the Contact Us button, and send us your physical address. We'll send you a 21 EPM sticker directly to your locale. You can also go to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed 855-TCB-8383 is where you go to drop us a text message questions comments concerns content ideas we take them all at 1-855-TCB-8383 add the commercial break on instagram if you're into that kind of thing and tcb podcast on tiktok it's what i hear the kids are doing it's all the rage one last thing if you could if you will if you would visit our sponsors websites buy their products if you're in the market for them and always use our specialized urls or codes when and if you can they pay our bills and who knows you may be the reason we have electricity in the studio tomorrow and i thank you ahead of time for that kind gesture let's listen to those sponsors for a few minutes and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break hey podcast universe it's christina executive producer for the commercial break and we are so excited to let you know that rocket money is sponsoring part of the show we've all done it Gotten a little wine drunk and started a free trial so you could watch a new show, only to find yourself looking at your bank account a few weeks later, wondering why you have a star subscription. I mean, maybe that's a little specific to me, but I know you've done something similar. But that doesn't even matter anymore because I have Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Just like me, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of those people too. Rocket Money quickly and easily finds your subscriptions, and for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and they cancel it for you. Fabulous. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses, so you can easily track your budget in real time. So, Dad, if you're listening, I have it all under control. Go to rocketmoney.com slash TCB to join the over 3 million people who have already used Rocket Money. It saved the average person up to $720 a year. So go to rocketmoney.com slash TCB. Get rid of your unwanted subscriptions and take control of your finances today with Rocket Money. That's rocketmoney.com slash TCB. And thanks Rocket Money for being a sponsor of the commercial break. TCB. 
All right. So without further ado, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Came up upon a blind date and thought it was a good time to revisit Celia Black and the British television show <laughs> Blind Date. Okay. Here it is. Let's see if we can have some fun with this one. I, I do love this show. It I is. really do. It's funny. Yeah. Oh, you know what I keep on doing? I keep on forgetting to hit mute. Yeah. <laughs> go, Celia. Go, Celia. Go, see. Go, Celia. I mean, she comes out to just a roaring crowd. I know. Crowd. People She's doing love a little her. dance. People love her. And mm-hmm. I got to say about Cecilia, her personality is award-fucking-winning. <laughs> award-fucking-winning. I would go have dinner with this girl, this lady, Three nights a week, I think I would never get bored. <laughs> she is highly fascinating and entertaining. And I've seen her in other things besides Blind Date. But on the but to me at least, she's not like the most beautiful woman in the world. But she is so her personality magnetic. is so attractive. It's magnetic. Mm-hmm. You're right about this. This is one of those people that defies all odds. She is like she's hot simply because of her person only because of her personality, mm-hmm. my opinion. <laughs> And by the way, she's like 69 years old in 1992. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Blind Date. Now on tonight's show, we'll be seeing how Sam and Nadine enjoy the other side of life in belting Blackpool. Oh, that's a real winner. You got to go to Blackpool. Where? Blackpool. <laughs> It's like a beach town, and I think Belding Blackpool. Belding Blackpool. Okay. Yeah. Anytime you get sent to the same country <laughs> as a win, it's as a, as a prize. Going to the same country doesn't really seem <laughs> yeah, like a prize. True, if true. someone went, you're going to the sunny coast of Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> I'd be like the sunny coast of Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> I've been to Savannah, yeah. Georgia, and I don't go back <laughs> because it's not the sunny coast of Savannah, Georgia. Yes, and we'll be exploring with Antonia and Steve on their day to romantic Dennis Island in the Indian Ocean. Oh, Dennis Ooh. Island. Who knew they name an island after Dennis? Yes. First, we've got three really tasty guys all looking for their dish of the day. So let's say hi to the boys. Come in, lads. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's one of these... One of these asshats is dressed up as Austin Powers. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Do you think people in England really hated that Austin Powers movie? Maybe. Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's set the scene left to right. You've got a balding, uh, what I would probably assume is Indian man, and I mean from India or of Indian descent. Uh, in the middle, you've got a guy wearing a shirt Short, sleeveless. sleeveless. Who cut the sleeves out? <laughs> roo, 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 roo. And then all the way to the right, you have what most certainly is an homage to Austin Powers. Uh, get my man oh, dressed yeah. up in the full 70s leisure suit with ruffled mm-hmm. uh, tuxedo shirt. Yep. Yeah. to get to you, number three. <laughs> well, let's start with number one. Hello, number one. What's your name and where'd you come from? Hi, Silla. My name's Anthony and I'm from Perth in Australia. Oh, so I'm completely wrong and that's why I should probably never make assumptions about where someone is from. He's from Australia. 
I think he's just really tan. Uh, yeah, he's just a really tan Australian guy. <laughs> Great xenophobia here on the commercial break. Oh That's now, Anthony, you did say puss, didn't you? I did. Gosh, did you know? Little information. Did you know there are more scousers living in Perth than the rest of Australia? Did you know Probably that? Wouldn't surprise me, Silla. More scousers. A scouse. Scouse. Yeah, I think it's a type of animal. Oh. <laughs> are you sure? No. I have no idea. You came over here. Yeah, to escape them all. Oh, very naughty, naughty. What do you do for a living? Um, I'm a sales rep here for a medical company. Right, but you didn't do that in Australia, did no, you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I was. Uh, I did some fashion modelling for three years back home. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, handsome looking bloke. Ooh. Probably when he had hair. You know, I can hook you up with Frankie B there. Uh, if you want me to yeah. do a hair transplant. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just did that one. <laughs> What type of modeling was it, Anthony? Um, everything from uh, catwalk to... Uh, <laughs> everything from catwalk. <laughs> everything from catwalk <laughs> to penis modeling. <laughs> Through to photographic. Yes. yes I mean, was there anything that you were asked to do that you wouldn't do? <laughs> There's nothing I wouldn't do, Scylla. And, really? Uh, believe what have you done then? Well, we get asked to do all sorts of things when we're sort of modelling back home to, to get the work, of course. Yeah. I've dyed my hair blonde. Have I've you? had to grow a goatee. Then I've been handed a razor two minutes before going on the catwalk and try to create that fur-free zone for the crew. Oh, so you shaved the chest? Someone also gave me a syringe full of dick <laughs> medicine and asked me to get it hard real quick. <laughs> we, yeah, I had to. Did it grow back? It has, it has. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's awfully up your neck. <laughs> it comes right. back with a vengeance. Don't yes. we know that, girl? <laughs> yes. Those who shave, we know that. Well, let's hope you don't have too much of a close shave with our picker tonight. Enjoy Blind Date. Anthony, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird, weird thing that must be to be sitting up on that stage. Yeah. <laughs> Sweetheart in the middle. Hello, number two. What's your name and where do you come from? Hi, Stella. My name's Mark and I'm from Shrewsbury. <laughs> I'm from Shrewsbury. That's a bold move. It's a bold move to wear a sleeveless shirt. It's a bold move to... And yeah. not have, like, serious guns, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I think when you have serious guns, that adds even more of a layer of complexity. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, they're too tight. You're just, yeah, you're screaming douche. Yeah, they're too tight. They're breaking. Speaking of breaking, I just broke the studio. I know. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Don't worry. Oh, what's this? <laughs> The Golden commercial Girls? break will be right back. Is that Golden Girls? No, that wasn't Golden Girls. It was a commercial for something called The Bullet. Now you don't work there, do you, Mark? No. Where do you work? I'm working IB for at the moment for the biggest club. Oh, you work in IB. Yeah. So you look, you live and breathe clubs, don't yeah. you? Yeah, Even do. when you're yeah. over here or yeah. anywhere in the world, you, live you go and breathe clubs, don't, don't you? you? Yeah, yeah, I do. I sit outside the clubs. <laughs> I don't really work there, but I sit outside with my sleeveless shirt. <laughs> and I say, do you have a ticket to get in? <laughs> Can I borrow one? 
I think maybe my life would maybe need to make a change if I heard somebody say, Chrissy, she lives and breathes for clubs. <laughs> Chrissy's living and breathing clubs. <laughs> Astrid and I had a chance to, like, we were planning a little a little vacation, you know, and then yeah. we could go to here or there or Ibiza. Like, Ibiza. Ibiza was one of the choices. And I was like, I don't know. I think I'm kind of out of the eating ecstasy and drinking orange juice at 12 in the afternoon phase of my life. I don't know if I need to go to a foam party with all the other 20-year-olds coming from the UK. Yeah. Love it. Uh, been... And what about exclusive clubs? I mean, when you're, you're not allowed in. Well, we've got a, a little bit of a scam to keep get us into some of the clubs, especially when the expensive ones. We get out and we pretend we work for a national newspaper. Oh, a for... And then we hand them a <laughs> bunch of cocaine and then they let us in. She goes, oh, a journalist. A journalist. A liaison. I'm a liaison for your local exclusive club. And a journalist. And a drug dealer. And a homeless man with a sleeveless shirt. Beep. For the clubbing scene part of it, um, we give it the blag on the door. It comes up to us. We start giving it the VIP treatment, giving us the champagne, trying to get us a good report for the magazine or the pay for life. Um, and then basically they give us our phone numbers and we can get down there anytime normally. Good normally scam. Right. You can never That's go back to that club again. That's a great scam. Yeah, you can never <laughs> ever go back to that club again. And what happens if someone asks you, when's that right. story running? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Give me your card so I can check in with your editor on when that story is going to run. Sometimes it doesn't. Sounds like a journalist, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope our pig is holding the front page for you tonight. Enjoy blind day number two. Oh, he seems so timid and shy. This does not seem like the right forum for him. But he's he's a club goer. Yeah, he's a club goer. <laughs> I've seen this guy at the club. I know what he's up to. Standing back with sunglasses That's in the middle right. of the day. <laughs> so he can stare at girls' tits without them seeing. <laughs> I see these guys. I know what they're up to. Well, hello, We're now talking to the Austin Powers yes. guy. Yes, you're number three. And what's your name and where do you come from? Hello, Silla. My name's Jason. I'm from Southampton. Oh, Jason. From Southampton. Oh, what have you come as tonight? As if we didn't all know. Well, tonight, Silla, I'm the international man of mystery. Austin oh. Danger Powers. Yes. And you didn't even have to walk through a puff of smoke. I just wonder when Johnny's going to take off the Austin Powers costume. It's been three years since the last Austin Powers came out. He still thinks it's getting him pussy. But it's actually not getting him pussy. It's getting him kicked out of a lot of exclusive clubs in Ibiza. <laughs> oh, did you, Jason? <laughs> it's not your hair, and I love it. I mean, yeah, what yeah. are you underneath? Have you got any hair underneath all that? It's a bit your colour. So. Oh, is it? Oh! Wouldn't you like to know if the carpets match the drapes, baby? Come on, Celia, give it to me. Show me a little veg. <laughs> Show your veg. Show your veg. If. <laughs> I don't think they're chanting that. If. If Love Connection was on today, you know those crowds go crazy? Yes. It'd be like, show your pussy! 
Right, because they would get excited for a knee. Yeah, for a knee. That's right. And then I saw a bit of her knee. Ah! I have to go to church. Wash the sin away. One more crackers. Austin, well, Austin Powers, did you like Austin Powers' type of girlfriends? I Absolutely. Mean, what girl are you looking for? Very tonight? cosmic, very futuristic, very Liz Hurley in a spacesuit or Barbarella. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I can't promise you a fab gear, far out cosmic babe, but I can promise you a good time. All of you a good time tonight. Thank Enjoy you. Blind Date, all three of you. I shall see you all in a minute. Because on Blind Date's <laughs> new rules, everyone has a foursome in the middle of the stage. First one to blow a nut loses. <laughs> That was like the other show. What did we watch? The where they drop the people through the floor. Oh, like uh, dating trap. The dating trap where people just went through the floor. <laughs> you blow a nut and you're gone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. See you later. Do you remember on VH1 there was a short-lived show called Dating Naked? Do you remember that? No. It was like two seasons, and it was all blurred out, right? But on in the UK, in Ireland, I saw this show three nights in a row. It was a show called Dating Naked. <laughs> and what it was is one woman or man, and then the they, they were behind screens that were lit up, so you could see the silhouette of them, and then... The woman, let's assume it was a woman in like, let's assume let's assume it was a man. Their nipples, they were erect. Yeah. Or okay. Yeah. Well, you, they were mainly standing <laughs> forward, so all you could oh, see okay. was their silhouette. All okay. right. But here's the premise. Let's assume it's a man and three women. Or actually I think it was four or five women, and they were all behind silhouettes. Man would come out, no audience. Man would come out naked. Clothed. Oh, clothed. And he would start asking the the host would start asking questions. So tell me a little bit about this. Tell me a little bit about that. Tell me about yourself. He'd ask a couple of questions of the ladies that were behind the silhouettes. And then they would pull up the silhouette a little bit to their knees. And then he would say, what do you think about their feet? You know, oh, I like big feet. I like small feet. She's got her, no ta- na- you know, her nails painted, whatever. Then they would pull it up to her vagina and they would close up on the vagina, the naked vagina. And they would say, oh, I like when the lips are, you know, I like when they oh have big God. vulva, you know, or, or big outer lips or big inner lips or, or small inner lips or whatever it is. They would do this all the way up the body. And then at the end... The guy would get naked, and all the there would then all the girls would say their things. This is crazy. It was insane, but it's an extraordinarily popular show. So much yeah. so that we've had a few, more than a few, people out in our listener, a listening audience, ask me if I've ever seen the show. Okay. And as a matter of fact, yes, I have. I took my phone and I recorded it when I was in <laughs> Ireland, and now I'm practicing my 21 right. EPN left-handed style That's right. with dating naked. <laughs> There, but every star needs a leading lady, and here she is. Her name's Sarah, and she's from Barnsley. So come in, Sarah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Every time, every time, I mean, it's some hot, yes. hot, hot ass yes. chick, yeah, yes. with a toned ass body. I know. And beautiful boobs and lovely boom. They keep doing it better and better. Now, this, this woman is wearing a bra, a silver bra. Silver bra, and that's it. And a little, and like, fur, fur like a half fur coat. Yeah, yeah. You, and jeans. And jeans. And she is <laughs> 18 and perfect. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's probably not 18. I'm just saying that out loud. <laughs> yeah, they really do get these girls they are do. just like every show every that we time. review, it seems like they're hotter and hotter. And they were pretty hot in the first I place. Know. Yeah. <laughs> The outfit it is great. It's wonderful. Oh, just you know, just oh, look at this. <laughs> and you've even got the padlock there. I have, and I've got the key. Oh, I've the got key around the neck. Well. <laughs> oh, she's, oh, she's got, got a padlock as on a her belt. Badge. Yeah, um, yeah. It goes got the key down. around her yep. neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finding your own outfit and right. putting all your outfits together. Did you put this outfit together tonight? I didn't make it, but yes, I put it all together. All right. Well, it works, doesn't it, Lady? I didn't make it and pick it out, <laughs> but I did put it on all by myself. <laughs> Except for the bra and pants. I had a little help with that. Because <laughs> you are, you... <laughs> well, it does, Robbie. A Barbarella look, I think. Oh, a bit of a Barbarella look. Oh. Oh. Seems a little pre-planned. Yeah, it seems a little pre-planned. Exactly. Oh, behave. <laughs> you wear this type of gear in the evening because tell everybody what you do. In the evening, I'm a podium dancer. And in the daytime, I'm a nursery nurse. <laughs> Ooh, a little huh. daytime nursery nurse. Yeah. And then at night, a podium dancer. I know. I've had five to seven children. and I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Makes me think about all those nurses in the nursery in a different way. But hey, you know, got to make a living. Yeah. It's schizophrenic. What age age group? Um, The children that I'm looking after at the moment, they are four, and they're the clever cats. Clever cat. Oh, say hello to little clever cat. Hello, clever cat. Hello, clever cats. Teacher Doreen (laughs) is up here showing her tatas. The four year olds are like, <laughs> That's Miss Toreen. I got my first phoner. <laughs> Miss Toreen. Right, this is the first question. I work as a nursery nurse, and when the children in my class are misbehaving, I discipline them by not giving them any sweets. Oh, naughty, naughty, I know. <laughs> and um, if I'd been a naughty girl, how would you discipline me? I would discipline you by coming in less than five seconds. <laughs> You've been a naughty, naughty nurse, so you don't get an orgasm today. Or most of our relationship. <laughs> Yeah. I will punish you every time we make love. You will wish you were with someone else. <laughs> and I mean that 
very sincerely. Go on, please. Well, uh, having uh, been born and bred in Australia, I quite like naughty girls. So, <laughs> if you're naughty with me, I'll be rewarding you with extra sweets. He is a handsome dude. Yeah. You think so? The Indian guy? Yeah. You think he's good for me? <laughs> I'm just trying to yeah. source out other options. Yeah. You know, Astrid's, he is. He's a good Astrid's close to leaving yeah. me, so I'm just trying to source out other options. And number two, please. Well, I'm working out in Ibiza at the moment, and naughty girls out there don't need discipline. They need encouraging. So come out with me and let's get really naughty together. That was a good answer. It was. And number three, please. Oh, behave, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) We've only heard that a million times since the movie. (laughs) Dumb. Being an international man of mystery, um, I think um, we we could actually do things together. Uh, just like eating cream cakes, you could be naughty, baby, and I could be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, he blew that. Yeah, totally. Eat cream cakes. He blew it the second he yeah. showed up in the Austin Powers <laughs> outfit. Austin Powers outfits were old. The 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 year. That the movie came out <laughs> after that Halloween. After it was Halloween, a summer blockbuster. After Halloween, it was done. We should have all left it alone. <laughs> the key to comedy is timing. And if you don't get the timing right, you're wrong. Look at the commercial break. We're 20 years too late for this type of comedy. <laughs> We're still out here plugging along. <laughs> uh, question two. I have a fetish for fake fur. And my mates say that my wardrobe is like London Zoo. What fetish have you got and why? To number two, please. Oh, oh. let's hear this. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Two girls, Sarah. Oh, I'm sure foxing. <laughs> well, my, my fetish is for metal. And my favourite outfit is a chainmail vest. <laughs> now, when I get to dancing, I get all hot and sweaty, and it's going a bit rusty now. Well, no wonder you're hot and sweaty. You're wearing a chainmail vest to a club in Ibiza. I didn't think he was going to say that. Chainmail vest? What are you doing? You're dressing up like the Knights of the Round Table to go to a foam party in Ibiza? What are you doing? Oh, man. It's wild out there. Fancy oiling it up for me. together. I think we could. <laughs> and number three, please. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> You've got the fetish and I've got the fur. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, she said she has a fetish for fake fur and he opened up his shirt and he's got a fake chest wig on. Yeah. This is just <laughs> chest so wig. chest wig. This is just so predictable and boring, this guy. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was maybe going to be some kind of substance underneath the Austin Yeah, I Powers, thought maybe. But no, he's flying strictly no. on Aston. Yeah, he's on just, 
He has no personality, no, so he decided to borrow Austin Barrows. Yeah. <laughs> he spent the last 10, 10 weeks watching Austin Powers back-to-back to, back to make sure he gets the affectation down, and he's not even getting that great. No. He's British, and he doesn't even sound British. Mike Myers sounds more British than this guy does, and he's from Wallingsford or whatever. Our number one, please. Well, Sarah, when I was modelling back home, I developed a fetish for high heel black strappy shoes. In there we go. That's yeah, there we That's go. That's the best answer. Yeah, he had to drop that he was a model, but okay, I yeah. get it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, you do. I probably would too <laughs> yeah, if exactly. I was a model. <laughs> it's not like the commercial days. break. <laughs> well, back when I was in digital media. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. With painted toenails. But now I just wear black boots. (laughs) (laughs) In advertising sales. Back when I was in the advertising business, I wasn't so successful. But if I was a former male model, I'd be like, back when I was a former male model. Ah, exactly. Yeah, you have to throw it in there. Back when I was a male model for <laughs> Wendy's Double Bubble Shit Burger. Hi, I'm Brian Green for Wendy's. Excuse me. This new breakfast chili bacon burger is delicious. Excuse me. You did some good modeling. Nothing goes. Nothing <laughs> says breakfast like a two patties, all beef, chili, loaded baked potato, bacon, and cheese fries. Start your morning right. You start your morning right with Tabasco cheese fries from Wendy's. <laughs> I guess so. You'll make sure those morning meetings are short. <laughs> When you offend everybody in the room with your with your Texas beet loaded baked potato, extra chili. Hey, hey, I brought everybody donuts yeah. and loaded baked potatoes. Loaded baked potato skins with extra Tabasco. Oh, about the donuts. You want some loaded baked potato skins? Uh, due to unfortunate circumstances with the air quality in this office right now, <laughs> we're going to have to call this meeting. We're going to have to reschedule this meeting for a different time. <laughs> That's back in my digital advertising days. <laughs> oh, you know what the Aussies are like. That's it. Cowboy Joes. I believe that keeping fit is an essential part of life, and I hate to see men with beer bellies and builders bums. Oh. Which part of your body do you like revealing the most? Builders bums. I'm assuming she means butt crack, like plumber crack. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. To um, Austin Powers number three, baby. Well, I don't drink beer, so I don't have a belly, and building's not my bag, baby. So I'd rather just. Reveal my smile. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 
She's going to pick him. You know she's going to pick him. I mean, because it was it all set up like by the producers from the beginning. Because yeah, she's yeah, got yeah. the look going on that matches with what he said he <laughs> yeah, wanted. And, of course. But his answers are terrible. Terrible. And to uh, number two, please. Well, like you, Sarah, I also enjoy working out in the gym regularly, too. Although most girls say it's my eyes and my teeth that are the best part. But I think it's my chest. A bit I think hairy. Not hairy at all. We should get together and compare. Weird. So weird. Looks like a 10 year old boy. I know, that's yeah. what I was thinking too. Yeah. He's a, what do they call him, a twink? He's a twink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a fetish for fur, though. Remember that. <laughs> and number one, please. Well, I too like going to the gym and keeping fit and lean, Sarah. But uh, to choose one body part to show you would be depriving you. My so dick. So how about... <laughs> My dick. My big Australian kangaroo. <laughs> Why don't I stick this baby kangaroo in your pouch and we'll see what comes up. <laughs> Some people liken my cock to a little baby kangaroo leg. Why don't I stick it in your pouch? And you can keep it warm. <laughs> what did I'll he reveal say? all for you, well, nearly all, and I'll let you make the choice. What? He said that I, showing you just one part of my body would deprive you oh. of the rest of my body. Oh. <laughs> Well, okay. Okay. There's no Just good choice on stage right now. Just say my Just dick. Say my Just say my dick. My dick. <laughs> my dick. I'm just going to answer all questions like that. I like going on walks in the park. Where would you take me? My dick. <laughs> my dick. <laughs> yeah, I can go with anything. <laughs> yeah, I can go with anything, really. <laughs> What's your fetish? My dick. <laughs> my dick. Okay, please follow under the first window. Nine one one, what's your emergency? My dick. <laughs> We're sending help, sir. <laughs> Stay on the phone with me. <laughs> Three questions there. We actually got to them. Yeah, we actually got through them. Isn't it, Sherry? Do you need a little bit of help? Graham. Oh, Graham. <laughs> well, Sarah, will it be number one, the model male who promises to treat you well and wouldn't give you the boot? <laughs> or will it be Tiddy number two, the blue-eyed boy who is chest dying to be picked by you? <laughs> Number three, who will behave like a gentleman when he takes you to the zoo, zoo, zoo. The decision is yours. Or is it? Yeah. I the wonder where number is ours. I know. <laughs> the decision has already been made. Yes, sir, it's all down to you, Chuck. We're going to go for. We're going to go for one, two, or three. Number two. Oh. Oh. Huh. What? Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> My dick. That's the least. That's the one. least. Yeah, least compatible one is number two. Yeah. He doesn't even have a personality. 
or a real job. Yeah. He's scamming people around town. I know. He's scamming people to get into clubs. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Is that not a job? That's a grift. Behave. You don't. What about the two that you turned down? You turned down. How could you? Austin Powers lookalike number three. That was Jason from Southampton. Come in, Jason. Wow, this guy has fully committed to the he Austin is, Power. Right. He's things. going strictly. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis, yeah. <laughs> number three on season forty-three, episode sixteen he, of Blind Date. He's been to Stella yeah. at the, the, the acting school. Stella, <laughs> Stella. <laughs> Wow. I can't believe she picked number I two. Yeah. That's, That's no, I would go on number no, one. No, yeah. I just quite like the Ibiza thing on number two. Oh, I thought. Oh, the Ibiza. Oh, I see. On the podium. Oh, I see. Oh, behave. Oh, I love it. But what about number one? Because at the drop of the hat, he'll get up on a podium dance. I know. Dance stage, and he'll do it himself. Oh, and he's got a furry, hurry chest. Have you got a furry, hurry chest? Yes, he has. He's gone now. You turn down number one. That was he's Anthony gone now. from Austin. Yeah, he's gone now. <laughs> We're dropping him through the floor <laughs> with the rest of the dead men down there. Elia, come in, Anthony. You two are going home. <laughs> Shrewsbury. Where are they going? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, first impressions for you, sweetheart. Metal. Chain mail metal. metal. Heavy metal. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going on your blind date? Who's going to choose? Who dressed him, by the way? What is this? A sleeveless t shirt with like Mm, silky, weird pants in two the same in the same color tone. Yeah. So he looks like one (laughs) big, I don't know, cheese tastic man. (laughs) Batman. Okay, what where are they going? Say? A date to Cuba? Oh, wow. wow, wow. Ah. Cuba? <laughs> Cuba? Is Cuba a place where you go on vacation? Cuba? How else could you end the show? <laughs> they go to Cuba. Oh, my God. You know the place has been shut down the rest of the world for <laughs> 70 years. The place without electricity, <laughs> food, or water. Cuba! Oh, you'll be caught in the Communist Party trap of Cuba! 
Tan on the beach where millions of people die of starvation. Cuba! <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. Huh. You'll be in the middle of the Cuban <laughs> missing missile crisis in Cuba! <laughs> Ever heard of Bay of Pigs? It used to be dangerous. Now it's your vacation. We yeah. We don't know, but you're going. <laughs> oh. Never trust a threesome. That's what I tell you. They always get you in the end. All right. TCVpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more about Chrissy and I. Read all the show notes, the entire catalog, audio and video. There in one location. TCVpodcast.com. Get your 21 EPM sticker or whatever the hell we happen to be sending out at this time. Cuba! Cuba! That was the most surprising ending. I. Who knew? Who saw that plot twist coming? Cuba? Cuba? Cuba. I thought the Brits were on our side. They've been sending people on vacation there the whole time. Who knew? Can we go to Cuba now? Please? Pretty please? All right. YouTube.com slash the commercial break fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed at the commercial break on Instagram TCB podcast on TikTok and please do us a favor text us 1-855-TCB-8383 that's 1-855-TCB-8383 anywhere in the world toll free questions comments concerns content ideas we take them all at 855-TCB-8383. And seriously, get your 21 EPM sticker. Go to the website, hit the Contact Us button, send us your address. We'll send you a sticker. If it's not 21 EPM, it'll be something else. We'll let you know <laughs> over the next couple of weeks. Uh, okay, I mean, uh, now i got to go hunt down the video where they come back. All right. <laughs> I, that's all I can do today, Chrissy. I think so. I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best and to best you. to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say we do say, and we must say, Goodbye. Goodbye.